0: everyone welcome back to vampire weekday once again i'm joined by my co-host kevin as we take on how long off of father of the bride by vampire weekend this song when i first heard it uh, it was like 5 a.m the day the album came out i was making oatmeal and i was just like am i on the wrong album because this sounds like it's from the
1: 90s it's it's weird. Uh, Wikipedia describes this 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 song as I believe art pop or art rock. And you know when I think of art rock, I think of like Wilco or Radiohead. I don't think of these like spring noises. And it's like it's buff on purpose, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost kind of like. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's it's just kind of like almost awkward and funny to listen to, which is weird because that's very much not the uh, the, the theme of the song. It seems.
0: No, I, I think that contrast is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's. I, I want to say on time crisis, Jake was like, "Wow, that was a weird one," <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. So the the reaction that's is funny. Um. But, yeah, it, there's a lot of, like, yeah, spring noises. It's kind of just strange. <laughs> strange. Yeah. Overall. Just the there was one YouTube, was wild.
1: There, yeah. There was, there was one YouTube comment that described the kind of the bassier string stuff going on in the background as the me music from the, the yeah. Nintendo Wii.
0: <laughs> I saw that comment. It's
1: probably, a, I mean, kind of a halfway decent read of it. Um, <laughs> that's what it feels like sometimes. Um, yeah. And the comment you made at the tail end of last week's episode about how some of the How Longs sound like How Dong. Yeah. That's legit. Because, like, <laughs> there are there are multiple different... There's at least two different, like, sounds of How Long in this song. And some of them sound like How Dong. Yeah.
0: Will <laughs> we ever know? I was going to
1: say. Honestly, I mean, really a, really a well-produced... I mean, the whole album is well-produced. But this just... It's it sounds good and stuff like the how dogs are funny and like it's relatively simple like if you take out the strings and the springs it's pretty much just that little guitar part yeah and the beat but it's it's really clean sounding except for like the little funky things we just talked about did you see
0: it sample something no what it samples and the beat goes on by the whispers which i listened to that song I don't know what it's referring to. I think Ezra was just really inspired by it, and he just credited it to avoid any, like, kind of weird lawsuits. Yeah, it, it's... He's talked about that before, where he kind of just is like, I'll just credit if it inspires.
1: Crediting is funny, because, you know, like... We're talking about Kanye again. Remember Good Morning by Kanye is actually... Has a credit to Elton John, because mm-hmm. the... Ooh, part is... um. Is it someone save my life tonight? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. Uh, a friend of mine sent me a video of how that was done a couple weeks ago. But like, people just do that because it's. I mean, that's more of a legit credit, but kind of cool um, on Ezra's part there to, you know, credit somebody even if it's just kind of sort of a, a looser, a looser inspiration, you know.
0: Yeah, Kevin says that he has a vinyl of College Dropout in the background. I know we're an audio I, you know, it's podcast. Just a, it's but...
1: just a poster. But you know what? Over the past week, I have I've discovered a new record store, and I, I mean, last I don't I know if I sent you this. I bought three like cheaper records last week, and then I bought a seventy-eight pressing of Steely Dan's "Can't Buy a Thrill" <laughs> yesterday morning at a record store. That
0: must have been a thrill for
1: you. It was. It let me tell you, folks. Um, as friend of the program, Will said, "You certainly can buy a thrill." Um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: will steely dan fan
1: no but i sent him a picture of it uh, i'll send you the picture afterwards um and it's he's like you can buy a thrill
0: <laughs>
1: it's a classic record i mean people, know, it. Oh, people yeah. know what it's about yeah um
0: but yeah if we dive into kind of the meaning of this song uh me and kevin seem to have a slight disagreement on this meaning. so go ahead kevin
1: yeah my understanding is that this is just about a breakup uh plain and simple and we've kind of have a bit of uh a longer more fleshed out way of kind of talking about that and it's understandable you get broken up with it's an emotional thing and part of that is kind of fleshing it out you might want to over talk about it and that might just be what Ezra's doing here and I, I think that's it to be honest with you
0: yeah so I think that's the primary meaning but I think there's a secondary meaning which is more important um and so hear me out climate change
1: yes okay so (laughs) i think the 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 verse about la towards the end i think there's definitely something there Mm. um and i like this so i want i want i'm excited to hear how you read into this
0: i mean the chorus is how long till we sink to the bottom of the sea Mm -hmm. how long till we sink and it's only you and me um and i feel like the music is kind of this happy-go-lucky dopey kind of music because it's contrasting showing how everyone doesn't kind of isn't taking the threat of climate change seriously and so it's showing how society seems to talk about climate change
1: that's a really interesting point it's kind of like it's almost like uh this is america kind of thing where it's you're contrasting the meaning of the song with yep.
0: Um, But yeah, I I definitely think the primary meanings a relationship of sorts. Um, So yeah, if we go line by line, tough choice, don't make me laugh. My life's a joke. Your life's a gas. You broke my heart at midnight mass. Now I'm the ghost of Christmas past. The only choice you gave to me is one I took reluctantly. Because when we play democracy, you always take immunity. So... The first part, tough choice. Don't make me laugh. My life's a joker. Life's a gas. The the phrase uh, now we're cooking with gas," um, came to mind. I, I I don't really know how else to explain that one. Do you have any?
1: So, like, Life's a gas is an idiom. Um, just kind of like a ah. life's kind of like a joke. It's kind of it's it's kind of like saying life's a joke or like you know life's just kind of this funny silly thing. Uh, the Ramones have a song called Life's a Gas. T-Rex has a song called Life's a Gas. Um, I think it's called Life's a Gas. But that that is an idiom. Yeah, and it's funny because you can absolutely interpret the phrase your life's a gas to mean your life's a joke as well. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, but it's, it's almost more of kind of like a, um, maybe less of a joke and maybe more of kind of a, uh, like an apathetic look at the world you know at least maybe that's how i would read it in this context
0: yeah you know yeah yeah i, I mean that kind of goes to the climate change where a lot of people are not really that's, denying it but they're just apathetic to it that's
1: a good point i like that yeah
0: and then you broke my heart at midnight mass now i'm the ghost of christmas past so what is what is midnight mass kevin for the folks so, at home
1: so midnight mass, obviously mass is the, is the Roman Catholic church's, uh, weekly, I mean, really daily, but weekly, uh, mandatory celebration, uh, of the Eucharist, uh, for, like I said, for Roman Catholics and midnight mass is exclusively what, I mean, I think at least colloquially is referred to a mass that's held on midnight of Christmas Eve going into Christmas day. Right. Yeah. Um, Typically, you'll have other feast days in the church uh, that are vigils. Uh, you have an Easter vigil. Midnight Mass almost exclusively means Christmas. Um, and I took this to mean, I mean, straight up, you broke my heart at Midnight Mass. Um, and someone made the comment on uh, Genius, and I really like this, 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 this read of it, that um, the line towards the end of the second verse, why has it felt like Halloween since Christmas 2017, midnight mass is christmas you know and that's a carrying out of a theme from that point a feeling from that point so i think that's definitely intentional
0: yeah agreed um yeah were were you a regular attendee of your local midnight mass
1: i've never been to a midnight mass no um yeah, we were we were. I mean, when we were kids. There were there'd be like a four thirty Christmas Eve. That was of course like slammed. Now I kind of like going Christmas Day, you know, because it's hour. not it's not about like it's less about the Christmas morning. Now it's more just like being with your family. So like I got I got no problem going on Christmas Day.
0: Yeah, we've started either. Well, actually, we started going just like Christmas Eve at like seven p.m. But we used to go to midnight mass.
1: I'd like to go once. You know, it's, it's definitely like worth a trip. Yeah, like I go to Easter Vigil Mass once every few years just for the heck of it, you know? A uh, Four-hour marathon mass. Oh my gosh, I went to the one freshman year. It started at nine, and we didn't get out till midnight. I'm like, I'm glad I went, but like if you'd told me that, like I wouldn't have gone, you know what I mean? Which yeah. is awful, right? But I wouldn't have
0: gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yeah. I was, I was planning on going senior year, and then COVID happened, so. Yeah. what you gonna do?
1: Yeah, oh guys. By the way, we're Catholic. I don't know if you
0: <laughs> thinly veiled on this. Podcast. Veiled. The only choice you gave to me is one I took reluctantly. Oh, I I skipped the. Now I'm oh, the, the, ghost the ghost
1: of Christmas past. past. Yeah,
0: nice uh, little Charles Dickens there.
1: Yeah. yeah, what else does that mean though? You know what I mean? Is it because I could? This is almost like maybe like an emo read of like I'm the ghost of Christmas past. You know what I mean? Like i'm sad a mopey because a couple of years ago on christmas you broke my heart that's like the
0: quote-unquote
1: yeah. superficial read of it you know
0: well the ghost of christmas past is um this like cold um isn't the ghost of christmas past this kind of like colder ghost
1: well, see Christmas now I'm scary. trying to remember because so the the, the I thought he was kind of like a, a, a more of a crotchety figure, but not necessarily colder. Okay. Because he like showed crotty, Scrooge's childhood but... stuff, right? Christmas yeah. present was the happy one.
0: Yeah, I, I do remember that. I'm I trying mean, to think
1: because I I even Christmas I haven't,
0: future was deaf essentially, right? Yeah,
1: it's funny. I'm trying to remember this, and I I, I haven't seen or read any of the iterations of the OG. Christmas, uh carol in a while but i have more recently seen the movie scrooged with bill murray which is folks if you haven't seen it a fantastic christmas movie um but yeah i'm just trying to remember that and i'm, I'm sure that might not necessarily be true to true to form there
0: mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's close it's close okay all righty then. um but yeah i think just like crotchety and like mad and
1: i think it's probably a good play not but joyful
0: yeah. The only choice you gave to me is one I took reluctantly. I think this goes hand in hand with the next line because when we play democracy, you always take immunity, so it's kind of in that relationship. It's portrayed that he has a choice, and in reality, there's no choice.
1: Completely agree. Yeah, this is this is someone who who does not respect our narrator, you know, in in the ways they'd like to be. You know, it feels a little bit more one sided than one would hope.
0: Now, in terms of Um, climate change. Could it be talking about the U.S.? The only choice you gave to me is one I took reluctantly. So are just climate change policies in general. And then because when we play democracy, you always take immunity, how the powerful countries are the ones who can decide whether to actually go by Mm -hmm. the climate change policies that are put in place, while the less powerful ones are the ones who actually have to do it
1: yeah i i I think that's a that's a fascinating take on it and you're right because you know i mean i'm not a fan of the people who straight up say it doesn't matter what you do because there's a bajillion corporations or there's only a few corporations that like control what's in charge because i still think that just because somebody else like lording over you is doing something bad doesn't mean you should do bad things you should still be good to the planet but with that being said there is some sense in which you and I as the individuals don't have a ton of power in the situation. So we're only given one choice.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's definitely kind of the blame game that sometimes is placed on people like, Oh yeah, you're using plastic straws and single use silverware. It's like, Mm. well, that has a lot less effect than the thing corporations are doing. Agree. And also the celebrities who talk about climate change and then go on private jets. So,
1: yes, <laughs> yes.
0: So there's the immunity there. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it could be placed on pretty much everyone involved in climate change, honestly, besides the common man.
1: Yeah. I mean, we, we all have some culpability, but you're right. Yeah, but I think it's, I'm it's... saying,
0: I'm saying the immunity part.
1: Oh yes. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah.
0: And then how long till we sink to the bottom of the sea uh, definitely could, could allude to climate change Yeah, I guess the sea the, levels rise.
1: Yeah, I guess the thing is you look at this verse and it's how does this read into the relationship part of it? And I think it's, it's not as strong, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. You know, because um, it's we sinking to the bottom of the sea. And it, 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 it's difficult to see if there was a breakup. How I mean...
0: Even if there's not a breakup, it could still be a failed relationship, right?
1: Yeah, and I think we'll, we'll get to that that third verse I, I, I mentioned a little earlier, but I think that's maybe how that could play in as well. And also the climate change that we talked about too is, is is kind of, there's a fixation there in that third verse. Um, there's a- we're not there yet.
0: There's also a history of Vampire Weekend having a fascination with the bottom of the sea.
1: Yes, and we've covered both of the songs (laughs) that that, that talk about the bottom of the sea.
0: Yeah, so A-Punk, Half of the Ring Lies Here With Me, but the other half's at the bottom of the sea. And then in Cousins, You Found a Sweater on the Ocean Floor. Um, It's interesting because one of those is like about a cancer patient dying and then the other one is about making fun of reading too much into the lyrics. Mm-hmm. So, and then this lyric we're reading into about climate change. This is like Which actually a serious lyrics, song. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Like I think it, like it's weird because like it's not to say Cousins isn't a serious song, but it's more it's snarky. And this mm-hmm. is not a snarky song.
0: No, not at all. <laughs> Even though the sound makes it sound like it should be. <laughs> When, when you have basically slide whistles going on in the background, you probably should be a snarky song.
1: Totally, yeah. Um, There's, uh, there's one on Donald Fagan's first um, solo album. He's a song called IGY, which is making fun of the International Geophysical Year, which is this idea, This basically like back in the 50s, people had this like super like high in the sky ideal of like the futurist society. Basically that meme where people are like, Uh, society if like everyone rolled their toilet paper the same way it'd be like that picture
0: yeah
1: exactly society (laughs) john had dropped and basically like poking fun at this like super like optimistic like we're gonna have like jets and teleportation and all this stuff um and it's like this super poppy thing kind of the same thing here
0: yeah yeah for sure and then how long la 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 any significance to the kind of fa la la laws going in the background?
1: Could be Christmassy because you just said fa la la la, but it's not. It's la 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 la. Yeah, uh, yeah. Could be a twist. I think it's just there for the hell of it. These guys can have some fun every now and then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it just promotes the kind of la- lackadaisical approach to. Yeah, if if you issues. do
1: if you do want to read into it, then certainly that's a good yeah. point.
0: What's the point of getting clean? You'll wear the same old dirty jeans. What's the point of being seen? Those eyes are cruel. Those eyes are mean. What's the point in human beings? A Sharpie face on tangerines. Why is it felt like Halloween since Christmas
1: 2017? So those first two pairs, I think, can easily be read for both your interpretation and my interpretation. In the case of relationship, I see that first line is, getting clean i mean people talk about getting clean is like coming back from addiction i think they literally mean like actually cleaning yourself in this case and i read this to me and um why should i freshen myself up if you're just gonna if you're just gonna tear me back down like why should i try to to bring up my status do something to impress you if mm-hmm. you're just gonna tear me down again same thing with the being seen it's like why am i going out of my way to like you know impress you like try something for you when you're just going to keep tearing me down, give me this cold, hard stare. For sure. So climate change, I think it's the same. I think it's you can have a similar read, but, you know, kind of like a power structure versus individual kind of thing. But I want your thoughts on that.
0: Yeah, I, I honestly didn't really read much climate change into those four lines. But, um, okay. but yeah, I, I think that could be a sh- um, point there. Um, kind of what's the point of getting clean, um, promoting these energy clean energy forms when you're you're gonna go back to your old ways um and do what's profitable no matter okay. if it destroys the environment um but yeah I, I think it could be just a power structure type thing mm-hmm. then the next three lines are including the iser curl iser mean uh, threw a lot of people off the what we think is the meaning of the song. So a lot of people thought it was about Trump's inauguration. I s- strongly disagree. I, I don't think they would ever write something so pointed about a specific politician. So Harmony Hall talks about it, but not in a way as pointed as this would be if it was about it.
1: This, I also just think there's no basis here you know what I mean like so, I don't see where that's coming from
0: so the few basis they say are this eyes are cruel those eyes are mean there's like oh Trump's mean it's like okay fine
1: there are a lot of All mean right. guys there's a lot of <laughs> mean people out there okay but they you don't have, you don't you don't have I, to go for the low-hanging fruit the the last I hate I, to bring I, it to you <laughs> but saying orange man bad is low-hanging fruit sorry I'm well, to get political
0: but... Well the last two are the orange man bad part. So a sharpie face on tangerines. They're saying a tangerine orange man.
1: I honestly never even considered that to be like a trump dig. You know what I mean? Like for whatever yeah. reason, my mind my mind actually went to Wilson from Castaway first. You know, like literally like a face on like a head, right? Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I mean, I guess, like if you, if you want to read this song through that lens and you're going in as such, then yeah, I think it's there, but well, I, I don't see it.
0: Why has it felt like Halloween since Christmas 2017? A lot of people, myself included on First Listen, are thinking, what happened in Christmas 2017? And you think, oh, well, January 2017 was the inauguration, So maybe it's just like Christmas carried over. But, but christmas
1: 2017 is 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 the december next year, of 2017 yeah. yeah so
0: it it doesn't really hold i did find an article that i think that christmas 2017 line could be about um so in california of christmas 2017 wildfires were still going on even though wildfire season had ended normally mm-hmm. um and so so that carries over to the climate change argument since they live I mean, at least Ezra lived in California, so he would be very much aware of that. Um, because when wildfires are happening, that's pretty much all you talk about. Because the air is so bad that yeah, it's hard to think about other stuff.
1: Wildfires were the original N N95 scene. Yeah, a lot of those, a lot of I mean, a lot of I, Bay Area people had N95s like a year I, prior to COVID just because of how bad the air quality was.
0: I still need to go to Home Depot and get a N95 specifically for that purpose because are like, they back in
1: stock? Well, Can they're so cheap now?
0: right now because oh, COVID, because mass mandates are gone. So
1: anyway, ship me <laughs> COVID, some.
0: COVID, you never know. COVID's over. Wildfire season's here.
1: We've actually had a good amount of haze in Chicago over the past week from the Canadian wow. wildfires, which is. Just- bizarre right yeah um and i saw a great meme on twitter the other day it was what if we it was a picture of like a sun like you know with that kind of like that haze not like cloud like it has that very specific look when there's haze in the air from smoke and it was what if we kissed under the dangerous air quality sun (laughs) (laughs) oh boy (laughs) Wow. (sighs) anyway um yeah i guess all I've said so far on this point is it's not about Trump, but then again, I don't really know what it is about.
0: Well, Ezra did do a photo. Also, shoot. Also, I'm
1: sorry. I'm sorry for yelling, guys. I did yell earlier, um, <laughs> I meant I what I said, but I shouldn't yell. <laughs> Ezra,
0: Ezra did do a photo shoot with a tangerine with a face on it at one point. Really? Yeah. Prior to the release of the album? I don't think so. I think it was after. It was for "Cute the Main." Um. Yeah, I think it was after. Okay. Yeah, also the, the Christmas of 2017 could be a reference to his heart breaking at Midnight Mass.
1: I was going to say, so there, there could be some unknown event that happened to our narrator at that yeah. time. You know, yeah. it's entirely possible.
0: Yeah, so Midnight Mass breakup. Mm-hmm. Oh, one thing we forgot to talk about is why, why is the this goes into how Father the Bride uses Christian themes constantly as opposed to modern Vampires of the City, but it's, um, yeah, I think it's pretty necessary to point out that it's using again a Christian theme of Midnight Mass, Ghosts of Christmas Pass, lots of Christmas references. Um, Very much no, so. There's no Hanukkah going on here. So, um, So, yeah, this is track six, so it's and Bambina I think is like right before it so it's um or a little before it so it is interesting how much this album relies on Christian illusions as opposed to Jewish illusions
1: I also think we have to consider and we may have talked about this before but we might want to consider a possibility in which um this is not necessarily autobiographical but rather we are writing through a character
0: you know yeah I I definitely would agree with that that take um yeah because it's it doesn't really match up with ezra's timeline no and it's Except funny because stranger stranger's the only one so if is in this, didn't and this exist, life
1: we, we talk about this life you know i think this life fits with the timeline you know
0: okay well well the thing is if stranger didn't exist i would say oh this is a new character he goes in a gold rush like there's there's a bunch of stuff that happens like it's it's a very developed new character but then in stranger he literally references Rashida Jones sister
1: yes but then are, <laughs> are but then are we to say that spring snow is autobiographical no like it's no probably
0: not especially since it
1: comes after stranger yes so, unless so the he knows 30. something that we don't <laughs>
0: He's predicting the future of his <laughs> own falling of his. Listen, I'm sorry, Relationship babe, but I mean, with his. I, I don't know. his, his child. Wow. Yikes! Yikes! That would be a pretty brutal Yikes. move. Yikes! Yikes is all we can say, folks.
1: <laughs> okay, I, I, I can put a bow on that verse if you're willing to. For now, yeah, I'm I'm willing. That's good. Okay, so verse three we got here. Getting to the top wasn't supposed to be this hard. The house on Mulholland Drive, the cars on Sunset Boulevard, the registration's here with me, but neither of us has the key. We can live down in the flats. The hills will fall eventually.
0: So as a so, LA native for six months, take the lead, Code.
1: So as as a guy who was a was a was a a, a born Angelino for all of I think two months. Oh, slightly two over months. two months. Yeah, it wasn't six months. Um two months. So Mulholland Drive is a road that kind of goes from like West LA-ish out towards Malibu-ish, basically away from people to get from the city to the country. Beautiful drive, Sunset Boulevard, you know, cuts through Hollywood, cuts through Beverly Hills. And it's just where all, where all the digmies are happening. That's where, I mean, that's where the Laugh Factory is. That's where all this like legendary concert venues are, like shops, businesses, all this stuff. It's, it's very much this sense of we're celebrities, we've made it, all this stuff's going on. So I think that's what's being discussed here. You know, you, you, you live on Mulholland drive, you know, up in the Hills, you're driving down Sunset Boulevard. It's this very, like, it's very like high society LA. So we have the first two lines, this, this first getting to the top, wasn't supposed to be this hard. Um, we can look at this as being a reflection on success and saying, you know, we made it here. Uh, it was difficult. Uh, You could also look at this as being a relationship thing, too, you know. Um, There could potentially be something there. Um, And then the line, the registration's here with me, but neither of us has the key, is very interesting, you know. I think, if anything, it's just metaphorical, talking about how, you know, you might not have all the pieces of a relationship ready to go at once. Um, And then we have those final two lines, We can live down in the flats. The hills will fall eventually. And this is where I think your interpretation, Nico, can play in a lot. Because I think there's something here for mine, but there might be more so for yours. Mm,
0: Okay. Yeah, someone was saying um, getting to the top wasn't supposed to be this hard could be a reference to climbing a, um, like, hiking a trail upwards. And because the air quality is so bad, it's harder than it should be.
1: <laughs> I actually had this theory when I lived in LA because I would, I'd like to go for runs when I got back from work and, you know, I, I would check the air quality and just for the heck of it, right? And, you know, most days it would be like 70, 80, 90, which isn't like ideal, but it's not terrible. But maybe like once a week or once every other week, it would be like 180, which is yeah. bad, right? Yeah. So I, I had this idea, you know, the, the Olympics are going on right now. And Team USA, I think the main Olympic training co- headquarters are in Colorado Springs because it's high above elevation, easy, to, fairly easy to get to. Um, my theory was, why don't we put the Olympic training facility in Los Angeles? It just—it's a different kind of like manufactured difficulty <laughs> obstacle, but it is one nonetheless.
0: Just destroy our Olympic athletes' lungs.
1: But what is but what is exercise if not ripping apart muscles and rebuilding them? <laughs>
0: Rip apart their <laughs> lungs with pollution. With smog. Wow. That's a bold
1: stance.
0: <laughs> we got a bold stance from Kevin on climate change. Something can to consider promote it so that the US can do better in the Olympics.
1: Yeah. Climate change is good at combat, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Add, that
0: would be we're, something I would I could see in the New York Times. Oh op-ed. no! Oh no!
1: We're we're only f- maybe five years away from somebody having the take. Probably like a senator saying like, you know what, climate change is probably okay. <laughs> once, it's gonna once happen once it's undeniable. You just that's ah, fine. We have to learn to live with Good. it. And it you know what helps us adapt. <laughs> we likely will have to learn to live with it. You and I will because yeah. I don't I don't know, but someone's gonna have that take. I I think it's gonna happen.
0: Well, I'm I'm gonna go with the controversial take today of climate change is bad.
1: Okay. Okay. I think (laughs) most
0: would. That's just me,
1: though. I think most would agree with you. Um, Ask me again next episode, I'll see how I feel then.
0: I I wonder what the Venn diagram of Vampire Weekend fans and climate change deniers. Deniers. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like
0: it's it's gotta be small, but it's it exists. So oh, it's,
1: uh,
0: if, it's, if you're out there, let us know.
1: It's like there was a there was a poll a couple of months ago um, of like it was like party affiliation. And then um, like, do you like accept that uh, Joe Biden is your president? And it was like three <laughs> percent of Democrats said that Donald Trump was the legitimate president of <laughs> the United States.
0: No, no, I, I love the one where it was like do you think the vaccine is like a government ploy to like microchip you or something yeah it was like a certain amount of people said yes and then it was like of those people that said yes it was like did you get the vaccine and there were like people in that group who got the vaccine and I was just like yeah right was okay I mean it's good they got the vaccine but like what happened here?
1: <laughs> okay, there's what one, one more, one more. I'll be done. I tweeted about this a couple weeks ago. It was like a, it was like it was different groups, and it's like people's opinions so of it. Was like the state of Israel, like Amazon, like the United <laughs> States military, and what? Yeah, there were eight percent of respondents said they had not heard of the European Union. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Who are we to say? I mean, who yeah. are we to say otherwise? Right? I think
0: that's pretty elitist of you, Kevin, to assume. <laughs> to,
1: to assume. That Honestly, don't you're know right. European Union. I'm I'm over here with my bachelor's degree, and it's like I shouldn't. I should put myself in a. I should think more before I speak.
0: You forget that Twitter is a void that convinces you the world is not what it is. Okay.
1: Twitter so. is a place I go to hang out with my friends, and everyone else just wants to fight on there. <laughs>
0: I think Twitter has convinced you that everyone knows about the European Union, but if you walked outside, the world will tell you otherwise. We're
1: we're we're, we're, we're like a few years now into this like post irony world. Like I don't know what to believe anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. You you're almost at a point where either like you have to not care or you have to spell everything out for people.
0: Hmm. What do you think? Uh, <laughs> what do you what do you think
1: Vampire Weekends take on Brexit is? <laughs> <laughs> This did, is the important didn't stuff. Didn't Bale Bale that, lived in London for a while? Didn't oh, he? Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think, think he so. did. Yeah.
0: Um, this is the important stuff that only the Vampire Weekend podcast can cover. I love maybe, keep keeping, maybe friends of the show have done it already,
1: but we the, should we that should that have our friends. Podcast. We should have a friends of the show call an episode to talk about all we should, just every little political thing we've talked about here. <laughs> um, we should have people call in. Um, yeah, so friends of the show, let us know what you're thinking out there. <laughs>
0: If you have a firm stance on whether Vampire Weekend is pro-Brexit or anti-Brexit. Brexit,
1: Brexit, uh, climate change, um, orange man bad. Colonization. Vaccines, um, wealth inequality.
0: um, Has there been a vaccine comment by Vampire Weekend?
1: No, almost certainly no. Vampire Weekend anti-vax? I was going to say, it's possibly anti I mean,
0: California English, they talked about the California girl who's all natural. I'm
1: making faces right now. You guys can't to, see it. Just
0: but. to be clear, folks, this podcast is firmly pro-vaccine. Yeah, you, I, My out? research is literally on mRNA delivery, so I am firmly pro-vaccine. So how are we to...
1: Wait. How are how are we to know that you're not in the pockets of big pharma if you are if you're the <laughs> guy,
0: i did work for big pharma for a summer so folks folks, folks i'm gonna
1: try and be unbiased here get the vaccine if you haven't already um <laughs> you know as someone who's you know been able to see friends and travel and like go to baseball games uh because of it i think it's not a bad idea something to consider.
0: What? anyway? Now, no. What is the <laughs> Venn diagram of vampire weekday listeners in and anti-vaxxers?
1: <laughs> there's got so we have we we what like each episode gets what like eighty listeners now ish, ish.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: I mean, you so just
0: dox us like that.
1: <laughs> well, what are they going to do with that? <laughs> you guys are a part of a select few. You know that, right? <laughs> um, I cannot imagine there's an anti-vaxxer in the group
0: yeah i can't. i can't imagine if there is please reach out to me i'm happy to answer questions yes that's a
1: great point nico's yeah nico's the one to talk to about this sort of thing because like it's funny because you you know like a a commenter like i if someone approaches you and is anti-vax like i don't really know what to say like you can actually probably point them at like an independent study saying like yeah.
0: here's what it is so how how long till oh, well, I, we that's to the, the bottom entire the song week. actually that's it yeah that's
1: it um good job
0: <laughs> good show um i i'm going favorite lyric first because it's one of my favorite lyrics of vampire Weekend's discography you broke my heart at midnight mass and uh, the ghost of christmas past
1: well then i gotta go why has it felt like halloween since christmas 2017
0: yeah we're big Christmas guys, apparently.
1: Love Christmas. <laughs>
0: Huge Christmas hot t- podcast. Hot take,
1: big fan of Christmas.
0: <laughs> so, It's a really hot take right there. Steamy. <laughs> um, and then top five.
1: Uh, let's go. This Life, Stranger, Unbelievers, um, Flower Moon, mm, White well, Sky. I think that's exactly what it was last week yeah we're, we're so. coming to a consensus finally i think we're, we're 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 helping i mean it's gonna keep getting shaken up but i think we're almost there
0: yeah um so i i texted kevin this morning uh just un, uh, Solicited. why is flower moon so good so it's my number one and i i, I think it will be there for a while um I, it honestly might stay there it's it's growing on me a lot mm-hmm. anyway number one flower moon number two unbearably white i was very impressed with today mm-hmm. um i did a full listen through of father of the
1: bride i was gonna playing. say you, you you said that as if like you you listen to discography in, in entirety every day
0: <laughs> so so folks uh on oh yeah Tuesday, i listened to the entire kanye discography in one day let me tell you my ears hurt from having earbuds in my my ears all day, but it was worth it. Um, in anticipation for Donda, which I really thought we were drop. gonna get it. I, I really mean, did this time. It it will come maybe.
1: Well, so <laughs> someone said someone tweeted August sixteenth. Yeah, um, I thought it was six. I don't know whichever whichever that Thursday or Friday is. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: Anyway, it will come. Just be patient. Um Kanye knows what he does. The. The listening event was cool, but anyway, um, so number three, <laughs> um, stranger. Number four, unbelievers. Number five, everlasting arms. Meant to put that higher, but oh well.
1: <laughs> it was number two last week for
0: you. Yeah, I, I, I meant to put it three, but I yeah.
1: Forgot.
0: Oh well. It's okay. Do? Don't worry about it. Yeah, the
1: next
0: hat, week. <laughs> the hat for this week is a Maryland hat from from the show Matt because Maryland put out a fire tweet roasting the University of Texas for going to the SEC, uh, making fun of them for having lost to Maryland twice while in the Big 12. So good job, Maryland. I'm proud just of you. don't,
1: Just don't do it, guys. Yeah, and if you're going to lose to Texas, make it the worst season your football team's had in 15 years. You know, <laughs> it's just a lot easier that way. <laughs> Are you talking
0: about Kansas?
1: Well, them because oh, cause us. Kansas, Kansas beat Texas <laughs> that, that the that year day. that they beat us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was so bad. Yeah, it was so bad. Don't, don't
0: remind me. I've I've blocked away that amazing game. I, I
1: watched the highlights like a year ago. Like oh, I repressed the memory. And I wrong wrong watched wrong. the highlights. And it was like, wow, this is actually like an amazing, amazing game. But remember. you have other reasons for. Oh, this has probably been a tough week for you.
0: <laughs> no, no, I'm, I, I think it'll be fun for them to be in the SEC. I'm, I'm excited for the rivalry to happen again. But okay, growing up an AM fan and everyone telling you, "Wow, you picked a good football school. You're gonna have nothing but winning seasons," and then going there and immediately losing to the team you grew up hating, who you knew would suck, um, and then going four and eight, and that said team goes five and seven. And everyone on campus the week after is like, "Don't worry, Texas is going to go 12 and 0 and win the Big 12." And I'm like, "Guys, no, we, we're just bad."
1: The thing is, we didn't we didn't know we were bad until until the uh, the Duke game, you know? Because I beat- knew, but yeah, most
0: yeah, <laughs> most people did not. Duke was when everyone gave up hope.
1: Oh, so bad. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones has won more games at Notre Dame Stadium than Sam Darnold has people forget people forget
0: (laughs) so song for next week is mansard roof great great yes excellent so tune in for some first lp analysis
1: take it easy folks